0: Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. On this show, we talk all things mindset, support, and encouragement for the modern mom in real estate that's building a business and raising babes. I'm Brayden McKee, a realtor in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been in the business for five years, and I'm a boy mom of two under three. And I'm Alyssa Stocker. I'm a realtor in Ventura County, California, and a mom of two
1: under two and together we're bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and digital marketing expertise to change the way a modern mama does real estate. Whether you're here for the support or our tactical tips for building a business, we are rooting for your
0: growth. Thanks for listening. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. It's Brayden here, and I'm also with Alyssa. And we've got a special guest, Amber, for you today. Talking all things mindset. I am...
1: So excited to have Amber here. So Amber and I, our partners were aligned um, within our organization for our brokerage. Um, But I met Amber Nardino in person recently at the Rise Retreat in Nashville. Um, She's an incredible agent. She's a mom. She is a wonderful friend and so inspiring. Um, And I'm so excited for her to just dive into mindset. Um, and all of her knowledge around this, that's really helped drive um, and change her business. So welcome, Amber. Thank you for joining us.
2: Yes, I'm so excited. This is going to be so fun.
1: Yeah. So um, tell, us, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into real estate. Give us a little bit about you.
2: Awesome. So I got licensed and um, celebrated five years just last February. So yeah, really cool. Um, before real estate, I worked with nonprofits and was really struggling financially. Um, and then we started having children. so I knew I needed to like make some changes. And I wasn't even thinking real estate like when it actually just happened to come into my path. Like it was a coincidence kind of a thing. We were shopping for houses. The lady that was our realtor happened to be a broker she taught, um, a license course that was in person. And she's like, you should go to real estate school because like I had my folder and like all my paperwork on the houses that we were looking at, you know, like I need all the details. And then I got home that night we were talking about it, my husband and I, and I just didn't, I was like, this is crazy. Like how, like I would never consider myself to be a realtor like that's just so it's a sales job you know i like solving people's problems and taking care of them and then you know it's just it's really
0: interesting how it all came about so i love that so many yeah. people don't see themselves in real estate i think before they get into real estate like i hear that story so often i think it's yeah. so funny
1: <laughs> yeah. no for me too it was such an accidental career, but it was like the biggest surprise ever. And I love it. So I'm so it's, it's interesting how that works. So, um, Tell us, so we're in this series about mindset for this month. We're talking all about mindset and just how that plays such an incredible role in how we function in our businesses and in motherhood, all of those, you know, combined. So tell us a little bit about, you know, where this came into play um, as you were building your career, um, like how it was going for you and where you really began to find this, this focus and the shift.
2: So um I guess when you're first starting out in something like you need a lot of energy. You need like to be able to pull from something to give you the confidence, right? So that you can keep going forward because it is a lot of solving people's problems. It is managing their affairs. And like that's so emotional for people because they are completely transitioning, you know, they're packing up all of their personal items, all of their belongings. And they're, they, most of the time, like it's, either, they're either going through a divorce, they've lost someone that they love. They're upgrading. So they have like a new family member. They're, you know, they're transitioning to a new job, like with a new state sometimes. So it is extremely um, emotional. Like we are really partnering with people to do life with them at a level that like, it's just a lot more demanding. So if we're not, um, watching our mindset, like watching the levels of our energy or different things like that bring us peace. Like we really can fall quickly into a place of unhealthiness. And what's so funny is that like, most of the time I feel like I do a really good job about it. And honest to God, like the last couple of weeks have probably been the hardest. So like, I'm like, what in the world? Like, this is not normal. Like I do not normally have this much of a struggle, but you look at our market. And there's a lot that's changed since I was licensed into where we are today. I mean, the level of emotion that our buyers and sellers are at, it's at a totally different level. The demand, the stress, the anxiety, you
0: know? Totally. I would yeah. 100% agree with that. Amber, do you like feel like you take on like a lot of your clients' emotions? And I only ask because I'm always curious because I feel like everybody has different responses to this. And I heard somebody in my market the other day say like, you're such a bad realtor. I feel like you're trying to take on any of your client's emotions, but I personally really take on my client. Like I like f- kind of like, I feel what they're feeling and mm-hmm. I, I'm like that with a lot of people, but I'm curious to hear like your experience with that. As you say, like, cause we got licensed, I think around the same time I'm about to be six years in, in oh, cool. like a month and a half. So I feel like, I feel like with the market it's changed a lot. And I'm like, oh, I feel my client's energy too. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. well, what's crazy is I probably have the most difficult client that I've ever had my entire life right now. I don't think I've written more contracts. I don't think I've had more um, cancellation and releases that they've wanted. Um, It has been insane. And and they're actually going through a lot on a personal level that they have to sort out to be able to purchase a house. Like if you're not, I I don't know. So that's been really hard. Um, and I've actually had to tell myself, like, it is not my job to solve their marital problems. Totally. It is my job to provide the information that they need to make an educated decision. And mm-hmm. and sometimes like that might cost us a deal, you know, because yeah. I have to release that pressure. Like I can't, I guess it shows like my motivation. Like my motivation is not to sell them a house. My motivation is to help them find home. Yeah. And the difference, like if they're supposed to be together, then that's gonna fall into place. When timing is right. If they're not, then it's, it's, it explains why it's been such a ridiculous ride. Yeah, I feel like
1: I've I've had this year some of the most like, you know, I have a baby career compared to you, but like I've had the most. Challenging transactions I've ever had, and it's really been testing me all at the same time of trying to, you know, build these other things um, and revenue streams in my business, and you know, launch a team and all this stuff. But the transactions where like I hit this point where I was like, okay, I'm ready to now set out and build more things. My transactions are going well. I all of a sudden was just hit with the most difficult ones ever, all back to back. My my yeah. TC the other day, she was like bless you, Alyssa. Like, when will you have an easy, (laughs) she was like, when will you have an easy escrow again? Like, I'm I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, am I attracting? I don't know. You know? So Uh I think, I think too, like with this market shift, like you said, we're all feeling it. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. another reason I think that we felt called to talk about this topic and getting your mind right. Because um, you're never going to do mindset work and then you're just, okay. And you're, you got it. You you're good. Like you're fine now. Like it's always a work in progress. And in the previous episode that Brayden recorded, she talked about it being like this slow, slow burn, right? Like you don't just say affirmations, you believe it and you're healed. Right. And you're just this amazing, (laughs) you know, stable person. Um, it's something that you have to continually work on. And I know for you, like you were homeschooling, you have three boys, you were homeschooling them all. You did something like 50 transactions in a year. Right. Where going from that point in your life and then, you know, where you were and you felt like you, you, like, I know, I know your story. So I know that you, you know, really dove into this mindset work. Where were you at then? What have you, what have you, you know, done to shift your mindset? And then where has that carried you to where you are today? Yeah. So, I mean, I've
2: always had like, a faith that there's something bigger than I am. Like There is a source for peace. There is a source for good. And it's my job to connect with that and operate out of that realm. And I can, I can sense, and I have to choose to pay attention to when like I'm in balance versus out of balance. And, um, so with homeschooling the boys, I had to get really good at just being self-aware. Like that is the biggest key. I think in the mindset, if you're at a healthy season, it's probably going to be a lot easier for you to keep your mindset where it needs to be. If you're in a season where there's more things demanded of you or there's transitions or there's more stress, then that mindset is going to be, it's time to sharpen it. It's time to strengthen it. And I think we just look at it in a scope of like, I'm failing, like the, like literally was just battling this over the last couple of weeks. I'm failing if I'm not high energy Like at the level that I'm normally running, like I'm failing. And that's not the truth. The truth is that I am being challenged in new ways. Therefore, I must sharpen my mindset to grow and develop in this so that I can support these new systems that I'm building out. I can support my, my role as a mother, my role as a wife, my role as a daughter. Like I had breakfast with my dad today. Like I had time to pause and go drive an hour to have breakfast with him. But if I wouldn't have scheduled that, it would have never happened. Same thing with like scheduling time for our mindset. Like I know that time with my dad at breakfast is going to bring me peace. It's going to bring me like this moment of serenity, kind of that um, that uh, consoling like the child and the father, you know, like I I found a lot of peace in that moment. Um, but if we don't give ourselves these gifts, then we're never like our value is going to be depleted really quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I hear that too, because like I feel like I'm always, Running around, chasing the next meeting, chasing the next appointment, or like, you know, a slave to my phone, um, and all of that wears on you. Like, you don't realize how much that really affects your mindset because you haven't even taken a time out just to like process and sit with your own thoughts. Right? You're just going. So that's a good tip to schedule out, you know, peaceful moments or activities that bring you joy, bring you peace, bring you serenity, like you said, and like actually put that in your schedule. I'm taking notes. percent.
2: <laughs> the other thing I'm learning is that, um, like we trade time for money. Yeah. And so I think the biggest correction that I got over this last week, and I went to, um, Tony Robbins wealth mastery mm-hmm. and the entire five-day program was not about how to build financial wealth. It was about how to build wealth not tied to necessarily dollars. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a slap in the face because our relationship with money is going to depict what kind of mindset we have, how hard we work, how much off time we give ourselves, right. How well we sleep at night. Like, and so I felt like God was telling me, you don't have any respect for money. I was like, Oh, like I don't have respect for money. Like God just hit me so hard because if I had respect for money, then I would understand and appreciate how hard I'm working. And I would understand and appreciate the value of wealth that just comes from like fulfillment, knowing that we're doing the best that we can, you know, not that we're always striving to attain what, like, once you attain that, if you're not fulfilled in what you have right here, then you strive to get the next thing. Well, are you going to be fulfilled in that? Or are you going to sacrifice that gift of fulfillment to chase the next thing to just so you can say you did it? Like, why, why do you want to do all these things? Um, but yeah, that was another big learning from this weekend. Have a better respect for money and understand that wealth is not necessarily tied to dollars. It's tied to your mindset. It's tied to your health. It's tied to your um, your relationships with the people that you love. Like that's how you build wealth.
1: You know? Can you expand on this relationship with money idea? Like, why is that? Why is that so important? Not only as as moms, right? Like because you know, we're helping contribute to our family. That's a livelihood that matters, right? But then also as you know, business owners, like you're working to build a business, like you're doing it to make money. Like what what is the key there with the relationship with money?
2: Well, what I learned from this past weekend is a lot of us, you can either have a good or a bad relationship. Most times it's bad. Um even if you grew up in a really wealthy environment, if they didn't Um, maybe you had everything that you needed supplied to you physically, but you didn't have the emotional love or support. Right. For me, I grew up very poor. So my parents didn't have the financial strategies that I needed to learn to be able to know how to manage the wealth. Well, the money that God has (laughs) given to me today. Um, so I wrote down when I was there, I can read it to you, but I felt like there was a moment um, in the exercise where we wrote a letter to ourselves and I realized I need to start writing to me because Amber needs to hear like the beautiful things that Amber is doing. Um, a lot of times we talk about things on social media, but like when you sit down to actually like talk to yourself, it's really weird, Like, (laughs) but it's so powerful, you know? So I just wrote down like your respect for money will grow in time as you see how useful it comes when used for the right things. Anything misused is wasted and can lead to harm. Excess can be anything that's not used in the right way or goes unused. If your mindset does not allow you to think bigger in the form of like wealth, then you will meet your limits. So if your mindset does not allow you to think bigger, then you will meet your limits. i just like, wow, okay. That just kind of came out when I was writing. I'm like, okay, it's like wow. your like your subconscious know. Your subconscious knows, but yet your behaviors and your scheduling and the activities, it you just get so easily
0: distracted. Totally. And I think the key here is that you had to kind of slow down to like let yourself, you know, take time to write to yourself and like do that. And like sometimes if we're you know, I think with real estate, like you always hear this message, right? Like go, go, go. Or you're a mom and you've got, I mean, I've got toddlers. I've got a three and a half year old and an 18 month old. So if I'm not careful and I'm just like going all the time, and I don't slow down to have those times to think or to write, or, you know, just to process, it can be easy to kind of just maybe miss what's maybe down, you know, you're receiving those messages from God or whoever it is like, and you're, trying to process them, but you can't because you're just moving towards that next thing. And like you said, you're not letting, you know, you're not letting it like sit and like take in like where you're already at or what you need to hear or whatever.
1: Yeah. That's so good. I, I feel like even right now, I feel like a constant, like I'm a ping pong ball. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally how I feel. you can be, but are you fulfilled
2: in that? Do you like? Are you able to quiet your mind and find peace? I don't have it figured out. I mean, I but I'm learning the tools that I need to add. You know, like yeah. meditation. That was one that I used to be really weirded out by. Um, yeah. But the art of meditation and even like okay, this is really weird. So we were at this event and they pulled up. Um, like you go through different speakers and like their schedule and so. Late at night, we had had like a really intense, um, like like lesson that they were talking about with like future technology that's to come, and it just really weirded me out. And so then they completely changed the energy, and they brought on this really well known guy that does uh, laughter yoga. And so laughter yoga, I know. So we're okay. all sitting here, and he like does this whole like thing, and I slept so good that night. I saw real good that night, but it is very weird. But if you want to YouTube it, laughter
1: yoga, you can do it with your kids. (laughs) (laughs) So when you, when you talk about like scheduling out this, this time, you know, and maybe it's not self time, right? Like it's that, like you said, like breakfast with your dad or like things that bring you peace. Like how often are you putting this into into action, like in your schedule, like how often are you blocking this out so that you are making sure you are giving yourself enough time to, to fill your cup or to reflect or sit with your thoughts or write to yourself? Like, how are you incorporating this into your daily life, especially with someone who is so busy with three boys and a busy business? Yeah, that's a great question. And
2: I honestly have had to give myself the permission that it's not always going to be perfect and it's not always going to happen when I want it to. And that for me, I'm a very type A, very driven personality. And so when I don't get my way, I have to process that and respond graciously. If <laughs> I want it my way. Like, usually I do a really good job, you know? So yeah. if I don't, um, if I don't handle myself well, then I can respond. You know, I just, I don't, I cause harm, right? Like yeah. I know when I'm not healthy. I'm harmful. And mm-hmm. it just like, do you want to be healthy, or do you want to be harmful? Like, do you really want to show up for your clients in a way that, like, they feel the love and support, they feel like you really genuinely care, or do you want to show up exhausted, like, beat out?
1: Yeah. You know? So or scattered, like, all over the place, yeah. Yeah. because that's like an energy too. And I know, I know personally, yeah. like, I've given it off because there are times where I'm bouncing around and I don't like take that time to, to center again, you know, like I'm just on to the next thing. And so I think that that's, you talked about energy in the beginning of this call. And I, I think that that's huge because that is, that's what you're putting out there and that's what you attract. So. Yeah, that is so true. Like, are you giving me another breakthrough moment about my, my
2: crazy transactions now? Well, I mean, I'm sitting here trying to figure out like this one family, but you know <laughs> everything, everything is like everything in life is a gift yeah. and it's, it's some, sometimes gifts are painful. Sometimes mm-hmm. they are, I don't want that gift. you like, mm-hmm. can I return it? You know, like, yeah. I like the challenges that, but like watching someone b- battle cancer, like I don't like that challenge. Like seeing a family member suffering illness, like chronic illness, like my son with food allergies. Like I don't like those challenges. Um, when a deal falls apart, like these are, but what if these challenges weren't meant to break us? Like, what if they were just a gift that was to make us stronger so that we are sharpened and more skilled and more capable?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's interesting too, because something that I listened to recently on another podcast where it talked about patterns, like just sitting and noticing the patterns in your life, like you probably, you, a lot of us are given this lesson that we have to learn and it's going to keep repeating itself, maybe in different form, but it's going to like keep coming up until we learn it. And that's almost like that lesson it's the same principle. Like that lesson is a gift. And until we, we learn to receive that in the way that we need to, it's just going to keep appearing in our lives and just being aware of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, you had asked like, what, what is like a schedule? You know, everyone like, that's, that's what we all want to know. It's like, what is your schedule? What do you do? Um, yeah. And like, I, I really am very very fluid in that as, as much as I can. And then when I ask, I do like a lot of reflection and I notice, okay, what makes me really feel good. And so some of the things when my, when my husband takes the boys to school, cause now they're actually in a, a private school. So, um, when he takes them to school, I have like a two hour break to just grab my coffee or my tea and sit down and read. And, you know, I'll catch up on, like, I'll do like that whole 15 minutes on social media too, because I do want to like interact and like post and comment but then I do make sure to get down to like a moment of reflection. And, um, after this past weekend at this wealth mastery class, I'm going to start adding in a meditation and breathing. So we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty excited. I mean, there's been great benefits of it. I've only
1: done it for five days. And how much time are you giving yourself for that? Because I know like us as moms, like it's so hard for me to even process yet another thing yet. I know that that's that is so essential, like it is so essential to, you know, for me right now, like taking out time to go on a walk and like try to work out or do something for my body. But then that, that mind work is, is equally as important, like our mental health as our physical health. And it all plays a role into how well um, you use this word flow, like how well it flows into the rest of our life and feeling like we are flowing, going with the flow more. It's like this, that TikTok audio, like, yeah, I love to go with the flow, but like, when does the flow start? And that's like, seriously how it is in real estate and being a mom. So, so how much time are you really dedicating to this work? um, Like this self-care?
2: So I I'm learning. Okay. I don't have it figured out. Um, But I, I was like, for two years, I was working out every morning. Like I would get up and go to the gym and I saw like great changes in my body. And then when Christmas hit, I was like, "Eh, I'm done with that, you know? And I just completely dropped it. And I feel like since Jan, like that was like December, January. So I've been, I haven't done any kind of like physical workout. It's honestly been a season of like mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I need to get, I need to add the physical workout back in, whether it is like a walk, because you could do a walk in a form of meditation or self-reflection. Like, I don't know if you guys have read think and grow rich, but one of the things that he talks about is that he dedicates 30 minutes every day to think about the person that he wants to become. Wow. And because what, what happens is now that whole mindset, like you are literally putting yourself at a place where you are thinking about the beautiful person that you are becoming. Talk about like fulfillment subconsciously. Now you will not do the activities that will take away from who that person is that you're becoming your subconscious Mm -hmm. directs you and guides you so that you're on a path to success to actually obtain that. Mm -hmm. If you're not thinking about it, then what the heck are like, who are you becoming? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're doing all these activities, why are you doing them? What are you doing them for? And, you know, should you really be doing them?
0: Right. I mean, yes. Who are you walking to? Like, who are you, who are you doing those things for? Or like, are you mindlessly going through everything? And then you look back and you're like, oh, I didn't really realize I was going to end up here because I had no direction or vision. And how many times do people do that? And they're like, I don't like who I see in the mirror or my family is crumbling, my relationships. I'm so overweight and unhealthy. And I've like neglected, you know, my whole life to get to this goal, maybe, or you know, to do what I was supposed to do. And then where are you ending up? And I think, you know, we it's easy to say, like, you know, you don't want that, but it you have to put in, you know, the work, which is not, it's not easily definable. It's not easily sometimes scheduled. It's not easy to just like, you can't just let it happen. You have to be super I think we should be super intentional, which is why we're doing this mindset series. Alyssa and I listened to this awesome podcast. Um, She had sent it to me and I'm like re-listening to it. And they talked about that same thing, like writing a letter and doing this exercise where you talk about, you know, you like define and visualize who do you want to become? Like, who is your best version of yourself? Mm -hmm. And seriously, that's so powerful because if I don't want to, I don't want to look back in five years and be like dang, I regret doing all this stuff because now I'm in a place where like, I didn't actually need to end up here. I wanted to be somebody else. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's not how mm-hmm. I want to end up at least. It's like,
1: it's like living in your vision board. Like, you know, everyone's heard of creating a vision board and you create that, but then we oftentimes don't map out how are we getting there? And then being conscious of it and showing up as that Person we want to be, just like you're saying, and that was that was what that podcast talked about too. Like when you're when you're living throughout your day, like pausing and thinking, like who is she? Like who who is she that I want to be, and am I showing up as her right now in this moment? What would she do? How would I show up as her? And like that has been resonating with me a lot. So Amber, it's interesting that you you bring up that that same principle. And Thinking Grow Rich is actually on my reading list, which is something I need to do better about carving up more time. So, um, and oftentimes like these things, like I will start like a habit and I'll be very good and on about it. And then usually what happens is like something changes in like my kid's schedule where like I found the time and the moment that I'm going to do that. Like reading, I started reading my kids like while they were falling asleep, like I was sitting in there and reading. Well, now they don't need me in there while I fall asleep. So I'm like, look, there went my <laughs> reading. That. Like, I didn't like, I didn't figure out where am I going to plug that back in now? You know? And so um, it's such a good reminder. Um, and and I know a lot of moms listening to this. It's something that comes up in our Facebook group a lot. Like, when are you guys doing this? Like, how are you scheduling your day? Like everybody wants to know how everyone else is scheduling because we're always striving for this performance, this efficiency, like to do better. um, And you get caught up in it. Like I get caught up in scheduling my schedule and then I feel like nothing's scheduled. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Amber, I have a question for you for maybe the moms who listen and they, maybe they know like, okay, I know my mindset's not in a good place. Like what's your advice? Where do they start?
2: That's a great question. I would say, I'm trying to think like where I started. I would, I would start with the, um, so we did a a priming exercise. Um, we started out with, uh, Tony Robbins has one that's online. If you just Google Tony Robbins priming, but I'll be honest, it was very weird at first. It was very weird because you sit there and you're breathing, which that's another thing. A lot of this, goes to do with our breath, like our, the, the exhale, the inhale, like that would really help us with like the stress throughout the day, like managing some of that, helping position our mind back into a place of peace instead of like the rapid heart rate, like stressing out, like we are totally in control of it. And breath is the first way that we can do that. So start with breath, right. And then look at that priming exercise with Tony Robbins. Maybe you can pop a link up, but I mean, it's just that like, there's like this, this, you do this motion with breathing really strong for three repetitions. And then there's a lot of self-reflection. I do that every day when I miss it, I can feel it. So it takes about 15 minutes. Okay. You do that when you wake up. Yep. Yep. So I literally like, I wrote out, um, so I'm supposed to which I need to talk to my dentist, but I'm supposed to drink lemon juice. Like you take like a half of a lemon, squeeze it in your warm water, drink that every day, every like right when you get up, you drink a glass of water with half of a lemon. Then you drink fresh celery juice, like 14 ounces. And then I'm doing the priming and then the meditation, which is like that breath work. So the priming takes about 15 minutes. If I have my lemon juice, my celery my lemon water and my celery juice made the night before that's just something I grab out and drink then the priming so all in all it's about like probably realistically if I do 15 minutes of priming 10 minutes of the meditation and then like my 30 minutes of just drinking my coffee and reading whether it's like a bible or a poem or something inspirational and then after that I get to work so so you start every day with that every day and that's with the kids going to school, like I can, you know, when we were at the wealth mastery, I didn't have the kids in the morning. We had a sitter that had them at the house. So it was so nice because I just got up, had quiet, like <laughs> there wasn't any, like, mommy, I'm hungry. And, like, you know what I mean? Like get dressed, get yeah. your lunch pack. Like, but we had, that's a gift too. Like one day they won't be home. Yeah. So if, if we're always like stressed and like, you know, you know, the mom mode, like we get to choose. My dad said this, he's like, Amber, you can either create heaven on earth or you can create hell. Which one would you like to choose? We get to choose what we like, what atmosphere is in our house. It's not forced upon us. That's one thing we have control over.
1: So, yeah. I and love I thought we're also to like in this world of like screens and social media and just constantly getting messages sent to us, like just being aware and attentive of, you know, your own thoughts, but then what's going on around you, like keep, you know, looking into the eyes of the people around you and like feeling that energy as well. Like there's so much more energy in being present, right. And being aware of your surroundings and self um, that we are, you know, we're getting fulfillment out of screens now and like reading things and seeing things. And there's so much more fulfillment by showing up and being present, and I'm not saying those things aren't good. Like we obviously we love the the connection they bring us, and you know they're such great tools as well. Um, I love social media, but it can easily be mismanaged in our lives and affect our mindset, whether it's like comparison or um, just time suck or a pure addiction of needing to just habit like opening opening things, opening messages and letting them like, I find sometimes like I've really been becoming like best friends with do not disturb on my phone periodically throughout the day, because one message reading one message can throw off my entire like trajectory of what it is that I'm trying to pay attention to. Like it affects my, like my efficiency with completing something, but then it can also affect my mindset. Like if I'm, reading all of a sudden like a problem pops up on my screen and then I'm like oh I have to deal with that now and it can just completely throw me off so taking that time to like focus and shut off um and this is something I'm definitely going to be incorporating now is like those that time of self like it's the last thing we think of as moms we're just always catering to other people and they they you know we see messages of like self-care 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 but actually what does that look like? You know, it's not just like putting a face mask on. It's yeah. de- developing our sense of self and becoming that person that we really wanna be. Um, it's so important, so. Um, yeah, this is awesome. I'm so
2: excited that we got to have this conversation. I mean, I, I don't think it has to be anything big or dramatic. I think it could simply be something small that you start with like that, like write a letter to yourself. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, I was crying. It was like very emotional and very powerful because I had, I don't know, I guess I'm so outward focused that to be inward focused, it was really good for me.
0: Totally. Funny enough, I went to a a conference this weekend and I I had talked about it on the episode that I had recorded for this week, but they, the first speaker, it was like supposed to be about YouTube and video. And the first speaker, like, tells us this crazy story and like his past and stuff and then has us write an apology letter to ourselves and like the room is mostly filled with guys but like he was talking about like failing and then forgiving yourself and like you know apologize and then rip it up and move on and like I've never thought to do that like and it was seriously like that was I'm like I would have paid for the whole conference just to have that like 45 minute talk and like go through that activity and it, it was funny because you could hear like half the room was crying it was mostly guys and like this big ex-military ex-police guy like giving this talk and like he's got a room full of guys like you know crying and like it was it was seriously so crazy but I was like I might need to like take this and you know uh also like write a letter to myself but like in the positive now and like in the future sense too because it was it was super powerful I love and that. that's
1: that's why I wanted to bring Amber on too because like I I know her like I, I talked to her right but she led this uh breakout session at Rise Retreat and um I sat in it and I literally had a breakthrough moment like I started crying like <laughs> She, she she just brought out so so much through it you know simple exercises that we don't we don't lead ourselves in right um but imagine if we did and we like realized yeah. that how how much more we could accomplish how much more fulfillment we would feel um and that's like that's like, all I want is to like, for me right now, all I want is to like, feel the flow. I want to flow with my life more. I don't, I feel like I'm always chasing the schedule or, you know, chasing this next achievement. Like I want those achievements. Don't get me wrong. I have those goals. I want things to come and happen, but I want to feel the flow and enjoy the process and, you know, have more mental stability. So this topic is, you know, so precious to me right now. So I am so thankful for both of you for opening up and sharing. And Amber, I'm, I'm so thankful for you um, being here and giving us so many things to think about and some tools and some ideas um, on how we can really prioritize this in our lives um, and, and utilize it to, to improve in like every area, every area possible.
2: I'm grateful. I mean, here's, I saw this meme the other day. It was like, someone once told me, if you stress too much about something before it happens, you basically put yourself through it twice. I feel like someone needed to hear that today to be happy. So it's like, <laughs> stress about it. I'm someone. <laughs> so it's like, don't stress about the mind. Like, I don't have a process. Like, I don't have this formula for my morning yet. Like, just start with something. And if it feels yeah. good, do it again. You know, reward yourself for when you do it. Like, uh, I'm trying to get things done. You know, if I think about it, it's going to take me less than two minutes. I'm going to go do it right now,
1: you know? So. yeah, totally. That's such a good, such a good thought and something to like why things linger on the to-do list. Like no time like the present, just go, go do it. You're thinking about it, get it done. Take it off your mind. Yeah.
0: Amber, thank you so, so much for being here today. We so appreciate you. We appreciate your insight. And um, we, I know that this is going to be a great episode for somebody. Somebody needs to hear this message. I'm probably going to go re-listen to it as soon as it's out too. <laughs> yeah. So Amber,
1: tell us where our listeners can find you. We'll we'll definitely be linking um, your social media in the show notes, but tell us, you know, give us, where we can find you and interact with you and learn more from you. Yeah. I mean, Instagram
2: is the best place. If you want, you drop me a message, follow, you know, anything
1: I can do to help you guys. I'm so happy to do that. So. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so your handle too, it's at Amber Nardino, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Thank you so much. This was so great. Um, I feel better and more centered to like take on the day. I needed this myself. <laughs> Thank you for asking me to be a part. I love what you guys are doing. I'm going
2: to like subscribe. So I get notifications when you post. Cause right now I don't have it set
1: up. Yeah. And then, um, if you guys haven't, haven't seen in the show notes, we have our, Facebook support group. You can search us on Facebook, the modern real estate mama, or check the show notes for the link. It is a private group. Make sure you answer the questions so that we can approve you and get you in. We have a lot of really great conversations. It's a place to go for support um, and ideas. And we talk about all sorts of things in that group. So we invite you to join us and continue the conversation there. And thanks so much for listening. If you've been enjoying the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast, it would mean so much to us if you would leave us a review on how this podcast has impacted your listening today. Whether you heard us on Apple or Spotify, your review helps other moms in real estate discover this podcast.